Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday, May the 11th, 2020. Uh, just about 5 p.m. here. Uh, I'm going to head home right after this. I've been here uh, entirely too long today. In fact, you know, the funny thing is during this kind of lockdown stay-at-home order, I actually worked more than I've ever worked before in my life. And, and some of it's, you know, fun stuff and, and things we, you know, want to get done. And then some of it just a bunch of logistical bullshit, if I'm being completely uh, honest with you guys, that we have to do to prepare for whatever the next, you know, kind of season is that we roll into here. But it's been a lot. Uh, I'm not going to uh, to lie to you. And not as fun as the normal uh, work schedule I typically have. But, uh, you know, that's my bet, and you know I gotta you know sleep in it, and, and this is the you know the, the the captain's chair, I guess if you will, and this is probably one of the seasons of life where when you're the leader, uh, it's probably not as fun. You know, it's more fun when you're having a bunch of wins and you're getting all the credit. It's not so fun when you got to eat all the shit and make all the decisions and kind of navigate uh, new waters. But uh, I just want to drop this podcast on you guys before I go. Uh, today, because I do think it's timely, although it, this is from basically 2018, uh, and, and the title would be, you know, What Won't Change, and this is coming from my homie Pat Rigsby, who again, I've talked about Pat many times before, has helped me navigate a lot of the, the, the business aspects of what I do in terms of being an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, a fitness professional, and uh, I'll dig into that in a second, but a side note here, have you guys been watching The Last Dance Chicago Bulls series and ESPN because man, it just keeps getting better and better. And I, I think you know whatever you believe in, God, source energy, the universe, unicorn tears, whatever your thing is, thank that entity or that being uh, for the fact that that is going on during this because man, it has made life at least super enjoyable for those two hours every Sunday. And they, they it's a it's a ten episode series, and next Sunday is the final two. And I probably just cry uh, when it's over because, man, it's been super exciting. And if you're a Michael Jordan fan or a Bulls fan, even if you're not a fan of basketball and you don't understand X's and O's, you don't have to. Uh, just to look at, you know, to see how those guys came together as a team. Jordan himself, how he's like the ultimate uh, killer of killers. As I was texting BJ uh, Godur this morning, him and I were just chatting about, like, you know, Mike was the alpha of alphas. Like, he was... He expected greatness, or at least for you to strive to greatness um, from everybody that was around him. And, and if you weren't willing to do that, you know, you could kick rocks. And it was, uh, I like to think of myself as, as you know, a killer. And uh, as my wife is watching it last night, she's like, you know, you're very similar uh, to MJ. I'm like, well, yeah, except just way less talented for sure. And I like to think I'm a killer. I really do. But man, he's on a whole different level, man. Like as you're just watching, like he he's he played baseball. Then they're like, you know, gets back into the league. They're they're filming Space Jam, so he's filming all day, and then organizes these pickup games and plays for like three hours, and then lifts weights, and then goes back and does it every single day. And I like to think, you know, I'm squeezing every ounce of energy out of my being. And, and making the most of my talents. And then you see that, and I'm like, well, fuck. I guess that's why he's MJ, right? Like, that's why he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Because I'm not a high-energy person, not at least externally. Internally, obviously, I am. I can be very productive, and I can, 
I can grind myself down to nothing to get things done if I need to, but he's just a whole another level, man. It's like, and as a kid, you're watching it and, and you see the greatness, but you don't really even understand how much work and dedication goes into it. And, and he is the prime example of when hard work, dedication, and sacrifice meets, you know, God-given talent. I mean, that's what the fuck you see. That's why the, the, the greats are great, right? There's people who are good, and then the greats are when they take all the hard work and all the dedication mixed with that extreme level of athleticism and talent. That's, you know, what you see come to life. And then demanding even more from yourself than anybody ever could. Uh, it's just amazing to watch. It's, it's things like that just get me just jacked, you know, and it's uh, more watching last night. My wife's like, I want to go play basketball right now. Like, it just makes you want to be better. And I remember like as a kid, just pretend, that's how, I, that's how I learned to shoot layups, sticking my tongue out, you know, like the Jordan, you know, one, two step off the left with your right hand extended, like you're doing the Jumpman logo in your driveway. And, and my dad, we had this like ghetto ass wood backboard uh, on our garage for a long time until eventually it, it just got too dilapidated and obviously fell down. But I would just go over and over and over again. And you pretend you're MJ. You practice the fadeaways like you're MJ. And it's just, it's nice, you know, to, to reminisce of those things and, and, and not just, you know, the nostalgia of it as being a kid. And I wish I had a white bulls, uh, you know, whole warm-up outfit right now because I'd wear that shit everywhere I'd go even though people look at me like I'm crazy um it, it just reminds you of that era of life and just to see you know greatness it's um you have to appreciate it and, and I say that for everything even like if it's music it might not be your style of music but you just again like I don't love country music right but like you see somebody like a Garth Brooks it's like you just see the greatness in it like you might not love hip-hop or something but you, you like you listen to Tupac like you understand like there's levels to this shit right and uh it's got it's gotten me through uh this lockdown and pandemic it gives me something to look forward to and I I don't get excited off of it man I get super jacked and I get just like I get hyped like I want to go train I want to go play basketball again I want to pretend I'm, I'm MJ but uh Anyways, that has nothing to do with today's podcast at all. Um, I'm completely off track. That's about five minutes of me ranting about Michael Jordan. But if you guys haven't watched it, go back, rewatch the episodes. If you have kids, have them watch it. And if you don't mind the swearing, just for the fact of if you want to see hard work in uh, somebody who's willing to do anything to win, and almost to the, the point where it's a gift and it's a curse, and you can see he's cursed with this competitiveness that you just can't let go and and that's why he's great, man. And it, and it worked, obviously. You know, it, you'll never forget the name Michael Jordan. And I think that will stand the test of time for sure. But back to today's podcast, you know, what won't change? And obviously, this is geared towards, uh, you know, probably fitness professionals or business owners in general or, or people who just work in the service industry. Honestly, it doesn't matter what you do. There's some great takeaways from this. And, and obviously, since certain parts of the country are starting to open up, like I think gyms in Tennessee or in Georgia and other places. I don't know here in Arizona when, even though a lot of our members, you know, are, are wanting to come back and dying to come back. And then there's some people I'm sure in between, then there's the people who are still, you know, scared shitless, you know, to leave their house. And obviously I'm not judging anybody what side of the fence you're on, but at some point, obviously we, we, we have to live life and, you know, 
nothing I've seen to this point is making you know this specific virus go away. So it's like you just you have to learn to live with the virus, and you have to, I guess, adjust how we need to at least coming out of this and i hopefully as more data comes out we become more educated and we can you know be less fearful and just you know make the decisions that are best for us and our family and our businesses and in life as we know it but the title of this you know what won't change came from an email in like a, a perform better talk like back in i think june of like 2018 and if you guys are in fitness or familiar the, the perform better events are the actual like live events a lot of fitness professionals go to there's a lot of hard skills hands-on training soft skills a lot of different conferences little meetings you can go to uh it's a great way to connect and network and you just learn a lot about the industry which i i don't know if the, those events are going to be going on uh in the near future because they typically are pretty big at scale and Again, on a side note with all this stuff, you, you can do so much stuff with technology and Zoom. It's amazing. It's great. Like my business, if this didn't exist now, and again, I haven't trained a human being, you guys, since March. Like it is almost, it's going to be mid-May here. So that's like two months, basically. We have been completely closed down to this beautiful facility that we bought and owned and designed the way we wanted to. If it wasn't for technology, I don't know if I'd still be a business honestly at this point because without our online revenues and affiliates and programs and book sales all the things we do like it's just not sustainable like you can go through you know an emergency fund pretty quick you know obviously i think we had enough reserves to to do it but it's not it's not fun and so i say that because technology has allowed us to have a podcast that creates revenue and reaches tons of people instagram facebook linkedin email youtube all the things we're doing it's an it's an amazing thing and i say that with the caveat of it doesn't replace human connection it doesn't replace people and i've said this before in the last couple weeks as much as a mutant robot serial killer introvert as i am it's not as fun doing this with nobody around. It just isn't. And maybe there'll come a day where that changes for me. And I, I gave away some equipment today as well uh, to one of our athletes. And I was just joking to him, like, you know what? I'm like, this sucks and it's not fun. I'm like, I guess I, I could run this business and just be on the internet. And I'm like, but I'm like, am I even a real person then? And, and we're, we're, we're laughed about it quick, but I'm like, I'm serious. So like, if I have no human interaction, do I even exist in the real world? And like, of course you do. And I'm not going to talk about like, is this a simulation? Are we in the matrix or not in the matrix? That's for a whole different podcast uh, together. But I think about it, I'm like, well, if I don't see anybody, which like today I saw, I've seen one client that picked up some dumbbells and my wife. Those are the only two people I've seen today all day, other than the guy who gives me my coffee every morning. No human interaction, no people, didn't touch anybody haven't talked to anybody other than like through dms and, and email and that shit so my entire existence if 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 there was no more gyms anymore would just be me podcasting and filming videos for youtube our private coaching groups inner circle all our 34 day programs all the transformation programs sure but i only exist in voice and video and i'm not a real human and that's how i kind of feel it's kind of creepy and weird like sunday i was here for like 13 hours and didn't see a person didn't talk to a person and it just makes you feel kind of weird doesn't it like it just it's not normal I don't think and I am a person who can handle it I think better than almost anyone and if I'm saying it doesn't feel normal 
and it makes you feel kind of strange. I can imagine what a lot of people listening to me are going through. So again, I'm getting completely off topic today, you guys. My brain is just completely fried from the shit I'm dealing with here, but uh, we're getting through. So the point of me diving into that is obviously a lot of stuff is, has changed, right? Of how we're going to go back to, you know, even got my hair cut the other day. I wore a mask. The barber wore a mask. There's a piece of plexiglass up at the, the front. If that's the measures they got to take to be in compliance or whatever, then obviously so be it. And that stuff will probably change when, you know, you go to a restaurant now, if they space the tables out or, you know, they have throwaway menus. I don't know. And then obviously when they give the gyms the rules here, obviously we have different sanitizing stations set up and we'll we'll have to do the programming differently, which admittedly is going to suck because it's not as fun. You can't be as creative, but it just forces me to think even further outside the fitness box to make things as spicy and as safe for our people as possible. And while those things are changing, I think the fundamental concepts that have been true the past 10, 20, 30 years are going to be true the next 10, 20, or 30 years. There's certain things that aren't going to change. And I know right now in the ecosystem and space, a lot of people are, are scared and nervous because, well, if the restaurants are open at half capacity, can they still be profitable? Well, no, most of them probably can't be. So this can't go on forever. It's just a temporary situation we're in. We can't operate you know, airlines at half the seats full. I, I don't work for the major airlines, but I would assume like that's not great for business. I assume when you go to an NFL stadium, having half the arena empty is not great for revenue. It's the same thing for a gym. Now, obviously, like in Orange Theory or a Lifetime is going to eat way more shit than a dude like me is going to eat in person because we can pivot and we can shift if we need to, albeit it's not pleasant, but we don't do huge groups anyway. The point I'm driving at is we keep talking about all the things that are going to change, and I don't think we have had a conversation enough around the things that aren't going to change. And if you're a fitness professional listening to me, and I know there's a ton of you who are, uh, this is for you. And, and I hope that this helps you. And I know my, my platform is pretty big here. That's why I'm doing this podcast for this. If you're in the service business, if you're in a restaurant, if you work for a barbershop, if you work in a hotel industry, if you work for the airlines, if you work for somebody who helps other people, this is going to be for you. And I share that because even today, I've read in a lot of these these private fitness groups that I've been invited to, and sometimes it's, I'm just a fly on the wall. Sometimes people will ask me for my opinion. Uh, a, a lady today who, who's run a gym for 10 years closed it down. She put a picture of herself up in her gym. Her, her eyes are, are full of water, uh, and her gym can't make it. This crushed it. She hasn't trained people in over two months, and she's out of cash. And there's no money coming and, and you know, she didn't get one of the, the, the PPP loans or whatever the, the shit the government's handing out, which I don't even understand that stuff. Hopefully it all holds true, but, you know, cross your fingers, hold your breath, you know, that the government's going to really uh, hopefully do what, the, what they say. And hopefully it is all true. But I just my, my faith in, in things, I, I, I'm very cynical when it comes to that stuff. I don't want to say I'm completely, you know, jaded by it all. But, man, it's like. I, I trust who I trust, and that's a real small circle of people. My point being is, for 10 years, this lady poured her life into a gym for a fucking decade. And, uh, you know, it was completely wiped out. And, I mean, I guess that's business, right? You know, it's like, you know, but it's it's sad to see, man, because this is not a, of their own doing. Like, I don't know, none of us predicted this and, and could have forecasted that. And I feel terrible 
even that's why I can't read a lot of the posts. I'm like, guys, it's just gut wrenching, man. It is because if you've been in it, if you've been in a business for a long time, even if you're part of a big company and you worked there for 10 years and all of a sudden, like they just told you your job is eliminated or you're laid off, it, it stings, man. And imagine if it's a small business, it's this thing you built that's like just you and maybe your husband or wife or some friends and family and maybe a couple other people you recruited and that's it. And obviously the people you serve feel like family. It's like, it, it literally is like losing a person kind of in some weird way. Now, obviously it's not as serious as that. Don't have, send me a bunch of hate mail. I'm like, Jeremy, it's, I, didn't, I don't mean it like that. I mean it like you care about it so much. It becomes like this, I say all the time, like your dark passenger, like Dexter. Like it's this thing that rides next to you. It becomes part of your identity. It becomes part of your community. They become your friends. So it's a real thing. And I share that because the, the things you need, you know, to build your business around have always been true and they'll be true in the future. And if you do the things I'm going to list out here, you're going to be given the absolute highest likelihood for long-term success, whatever that is for you. And I think long-term is for as long as you choose to run your business. And if I'm being completely transparent here, which basically I always am with you guys, uh, there's been times about this where I'm like, is it even worth it to to keep it moving the way that it's been moving? Because it is a lot of fucking work. I'm not going to lie. I've given up a lot here. And to see you have to eat shit in this window of life, I look at it as like it's just another storm to weather, albeit it's a really weird one and strange one and none of us know how to navigate it. I do it for the people and it feel like you have an obligation to them because they're choosing to ride with you and show up and train with you and they want to be part of what you believe in and what you stand for and they want to be you know part of each other and they want to be interconnected because they all matter and they matter to me and so I'm like you know what yeah this sucks and it's not super fun but let's just gut through it man and this will be the third kind of eat shit thing in life I've been through 9-11-07-08 housing financial crisis meltdown and now this coronavirus bullshit, one, two, and three, but uh, hasn't killed me yet, so we'll just keep the train rolling, but I share that because these are the things that can help any of you right now if you're in business, you work for a small business, share this with your boss, with a co-worker, uh, because these things are going to be true, and they might be tied to fitness in, in some way or another, but they're true for every business. And the first thing is this. If you work in health and fitness and you are trying to help people, the things that will not change. People will always want to lose weight. People will always want to look and feel better. People will always ultimately want to become a better version of themselves. That shit will never change. As long as I am on this planet, people always want to lose weight, be leaner, be a little bit sexier, maybe have more lean muscle tissue. They want to look better, move better, feel better, and they want to be the best versions of themselves. And if you can help people do that, you'll be all right. If you can help a lot of people do that, you'll make a lot of money and you'll be okay. That's it. So no matter what happens where you're at, those things are going to always be true. I can also promise you that people will always want to escape being unhappier and become happier. People will always want to escape a shitty situation for a better one. If people are unhappy and you can make them happy, they will want to be part of your business. I can promise you that if people are having a shitty day and they see you post something or say something on a podcast, on a video, on an email, 
there'll be a place for you. Whether you're the owner or you're one of the technicians or you're the manager or you're just a linchpin somewhere along the way holding that business together, if people are not happy and they're sad and they're in a shitty place and you can put a smile on their face and you can put a little bit of sunshine into the shitstorm they're going through, there'll be a place for you. That will never change in business. That will never change in life. I can also promise you people will always need to be held accountable. We all do. Even the best of us. The Michael Jordans of the world needed a Phil Jackson. The Michael Jordans of the world needed a Scottie Pippen. He needed a Dennis Rodman. Maybe not every second of the day, but the best athletes on the planet without a goal and accountability and a coach tend to become overweight and unmotivated. Not all of them, but a good majority of them after they're playing they kind of just put their foot off the gas, which is fine. Their career is over, but they really let it go, a lot of them. A lot of guys I played with would walk in this front door right now, and you'd be like, holy shit, you might not recognize them. These dudes used to be studs, ripped, six-pack abs, muscular, fit, and it's like, eh, there's no accountability. They let it go, even for me. Yeah, fitness is my thing for sure. And I like to eat right for sure. But again, I'm on camera every single day in front of the world. And for what it's worth, like, there's a little bit of accountability there. When I show up to a video shoot for, like, let's say, like a men's health or something, I, I want to believe they pay me because I'm a nice guy. But if it didn't look this way, I don't know if the checks would keep coming. There's some accountability there. With my finances, I'm very fiscally responsible. I know enough to be dangerous. I could probably manage all my own investments, I guess, if I really had to. But I don't. I have a coach. I have a financial advisor. I have a CPA. We have attorneys. They hold me accountable so I don't do dumb shit. And they can fix the things that I'm doing wrong. And I can go to them for advice. They hold me accountable to keep my retirement stuff coming, reoccurring over and over and over again. They call me. They ask for things. They make sure I'm not doing dumb shit. They're holding me accountable. People will always need to be held accountable. That will never change, regardless of whatever season of life we go through. The next one, people will always do better with coaching. Very tightly tied to, to accountable. I think if you're going to be accountable, it's probably to a coach. Could be to a partner, could be to a community, could be to a group. But most people like to be led. They, they need to be led. They want to be led in, in some shape or form. Not in every area of life. I don't want somebody telling me what fucking exercises to do. Uh, that's what I do. I go, but in terms of finances, yeah, for sure. In terms of taxes, you bet your ass I do. I need coaching there. Hey, Chris, what the hell is going on? I don't. This doesn't make any sense to me. Or every time he calls me, hey, Jeremy, here's what you owe on taxes. I'm like, really? That seems like a lot, bro. Like every time. I'm like, that seems like a lot. I, never does he call me. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. It's always, it always sounds like shit. But the point is, he's coaching me through the steps, what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to make things work. People will always do better with coaching. The NBA is the, the greatest collection of talent on the planet. Not one of the teams operates without a coach. Why is that? Major League Baseball has the greatest collection of professional baseball players on earth. And yet they still have a manager. They still have a pitching coach. They still have a hitting coach. Why is that? Because people will always do better with coaching. Fitness is no different. As much as people can work out at home and they can do their things, 
they still need somebody to coach them to be at their absolute best. That's why we are offering all the online coaching stuff we do. That's why we've had an inner circle group for probably eight years. That's why we've been online for eight years running multiple transformation programs and little fitness challenges and things because there's a, a date, a start date and an end date. There's accountability inside that program and there's coaching inside that program because people always do better with that. And we know that we want them to be their absolute best. So if they're unhappy and we can make them happier by holding them accountable and coaching them, that's what we'll always do. And there'll always be a place for that. And to go back on my conversation this morning with BJ via text, he was just saying like, you know, how Jordan could do all this stuff in a day, right? And we're chatting. He's like, well, you know, he, he did have a, uh, you know, a coach. And he did have, you know, a trainer. Tim Grover was there with him like every step of the way, you know, training him late as hell at night after these long days of shooting Space Jam and then playing pickup. And then obviously the, the trainer's there to, to take you through the session. And he's like, do you think you would have been better if you had a coach like that and a trainer like that? And I'm like, you bet your ass I would have. It would have held me to a higher standard. It would have... I'm not saying I didn't push myself because I did, but you, very few of us will go to that super dark place in our brain every single day solo. It it does help to have the coaching, the accountability. It's what the military runs the way it does. There might be some, some anomaly people who would go through hell week, I guess, or like, you know, through buds or through ranger training on their own. But I don't know, man. It's like when you have that community, when you have that group, and when you have that leadership pushing you forward and demanding more than you ever thought humanly possible, I think we all do better. And that will never change in fitness or in any industry. People will do better with coaching. Next one, people will always want their solutions delivered as conveniently as possible. That's I think we know that now in this area of life more than ever, and I think as time goes on, it's even going to be more true. Look at Amazon Prime. People want solutions delivered to them as conveniently as possible. What the hell is more convenient than Prime? This shit comes almost instantaneously. It's insane. So people always want that. And it doesn't have to be that. In fitness, right? Like, what's what's the problem? Well, you're overweight. Your mobility sucks. You lack strength. You lack education and nutrition. So you try to conveniently solve their problems. The hard part in fitness is, is that you got to eat right and you got to work out. Uh, we can't really change that, but we can make the decisions easier for you. We can educate you. We can teach you on proper lifestyle, you know, what, what your macros probably would be, what types of foods you should probably be eating, why you should, you know, grab broccoli over beer, the, the basic, you know, mindset changes, the lifestyle shifts, coaching you to find something that is attainable for life and not just a quick fix. You're not going to try to put a bandaid on a gunshot wound we're going to try to find a legit solution and deliver it to you as conveniently as possible. Even though you might have to put in hard work, effort, and energy to get there, we are trying to solve problems. You solve enough problems, you help enough people, you make enough money, you have a business that just keeps rolling down the street. That will never change. People will also always want to feel like they got a great value for their investment. People want a good ROI. If they give you 50 bucks, they want to make sure they got back at least 50 bucks, if not 100, 200, 300, or 500 bucks back. If they can get 10x back on their investment, then I'll be it. That's why I always say, you know, health and fitness is one of the best investments you can make because A, you're investing in yourself, but two, what's more important than you being healthy and moving better and feeling better? If you're not healthy and you move like shit and you feel like shit, what the hell does it matter what kind of car you drive? 
If you're not healthy and you move like shit and you feel like shit, what does it matter the square footage of your house or your neighborhood? Because you can't enjoy it. You can't do shit. You want to be able to do things. So when you invest in training or in nutrition or in coaching or something, there is a huge ROI on that. Obviously, I'm a fitness and health person. I'm going to say that, but I believe it because I've once been unhealthy and my life was terrible. The quality of it sucked. Nothing else mattered. When you're sick, you give a shit about almost anything else. Like it doesn't, it's irrelevant. Like if you, if you really feel like crap and you struggle to move and it's just like your body hurts, do you really care about, you know, your AMG Mercedes in the garage? Probably not. Point being is when we buy things, we want to make sure we get a value on the things we invested in. So like when, when some sad day comes and this beautiful, majestic beast of a 2008 Honda Accord that is right here at 145,000 miles right now dies. When that car finally dies one day and I cry, you know, tears of sadness over it, I'm going to have to buy a new vehicle. And when that comes, I want to make sure that I'm getting a great value for my investment. So when I buy the next used vehicle that I get, because I'll never buy a new car, because I think that's for idiots, not judging anybody. If you got 10 million bucks, go buy a new car. If you don't got 10 million bucks, just buy something used. Nobody gives a shit anyway. And it'll save you a ton, because don't, don't eat the depreciation cost. It's just a stupid investment. Anyways, my point. When I buy that next vehicle, I want to make sure I get a great value for what I invested. I want to make sure I get an ROI. I want to make sure it's durable, that it lasts, that I can drive it. It's not going to break down every two seconds and I'm going to get my money's worth. I don't want to make shitty investments. That's not how you become wealthy. That's how you become sad, depressed, and broke. So with anything people do in business, if you buy something, you want to make sure you feel like you got a good return on the investment. That's why we try to over deliver here in everything we do. And not just have you come in here and get sweaty. Anybody can do that. This is much more than that, and that's what we try to do in our business. So if you guys are also in health and fitness, if you approach it that way and teach all the pillars of health, there'll be a place for you. The next thing, people will always want to belong to a community that makes them feel connected and valued. This is probably one of the most important things next to the very last one I'm going to share. People always want to feel like they belong to a community that they're connected to and they're valued. I know that to be the case. I've always known that, but now more so than ever because I've been locked up in this solitary prison here for the last you know, two plus months. And uh, it's nice to feel like you got an awesome community and you're, you're connected to them and you're valued. And yes, we have it online. And yes, it's amazing and our people are great. And some people are, are much better online than they, than they are in person. And some people are much better in person than they are online. But I miss the human connection of that. And that comes from in-person community. And we can never replace that no matter what we do. As awesome as we can get with VR and all the weird shit that's going to come out, if you're looking like Neuralink and all the crazy stuff that's going to be there in the world someday, um, you can't replace that and people will always want to be part of a community and that's what helps them feel connected and they feel valued because they're they're part of they're they're a cog you know that runs the machine and without them the machine doesn't run right or doesn't run the same and they're missed and that's going to be important and that brings me to the very last one which is really closely connected to it people always want to feel like they're important 
people will always want to feel like they're important and that they matter. And I can say this with the utmost sincerity. Every person who buys our stuff, every person who walks in the door here matters because they're part of a community. We don't, we don't sell one-off shit here. We don't sell set it and forget it stuff. We sell coaching. We sell groups. We sell community. We sell accountability. We sell that we give a shit and we want you to be the absolute best you can be and you can lean on us and ask us any questions and we're going to be there for you whether that's digitally or in person and we want you to feel like you matter so every person that comes into every group here they all play a role whether they realize it or not whether they're the person that we think is a little bit crazy whether they're the person we think is a little bit uptight they're the person that's you know a little bit inappropriate the person that's super fit the person that works you know to their absolute max, the person who kind of bullshits, the person who's super talkative, not talkative, the, the country music fan, the hip hop fan, all the people here matter. The ones who show up early, the ones who always come late, they're all appreciated for who they are and they're all part of the machine and they're all part of what we do here and they're all part of the community and they're all connected and they're all valued and they're all important and that will never change regardless of if your group sizes have to go from 40 to 18. If they have to go from working out on assault bikes two feet apart to six feet apart. Whether you all have to hand sanitize, you know, your hands and disinfect your feet. Whatever the fuck shit we're going to have to do, not going to matter. Like, we'll figure that part out. All these things I just listed, those are absolute truths. Those are fundamental truths. Those are the things that you should build your business and your life around. And if you do that, you'll be in good shape. Because none of that stuff's going to change. I don't see how any of the things I just listened and routed off will ever change no matter what season of life or whatever we have to shit navigate through and whatever we have to deal with. Those things will always be there. And I think those things are just as true today as they were in 2018 and they'll be just as true in in 2028. Even under the current circumstances that we're all experiencing and we're all in, not a single one of those things is untrue and I believe they'll always be true and so what I would suggest to people and again business is complex right every business is a little bit different I think ours is is rather simple but when you really break down the nuances there is a lot of business shit you have to get through and navigate at the end of the day you have to be profitable to stay open if you don't make money then doesn't matter what you do because you can't keep the doors open and then the thing ceases to exist and again we could spend time you know, looking at just Instagram ads and Facebook ads and, you know, banner shit and YouTube pre-roll and A-B split testing, all that stuff. And you have to spend time there and you have to look at your P&L sheets and, you know, forecast and, and look at, you know, the ROIs of certain things you're doing and bringing your people back or not. And all that stuff said, we can spend all our time on that. But if we focus on the things we went through here, that will be absolute fundamental truths for life. I think you'll be okay because those things won't change. And I think you just have to really sometimes just slow down, take a breath if you are, you know, a health fitness professional, if you're a coach right now and you run a small business, a lot of things are not in your control and that sucks. And I don't see this happening again because honestly, I don't see how the world, uh, I don't see how it can go through it again from an economical standpoint for sure. I really don't see logistically how you you make it work because we can't just keep giving out free money 
And uh, I'm not trying to be political here. And again, I wouldn't want to work in a, a government office. Uh, it seems like a thankless, shitty job because no matter how you slice it, half the people hate you and half the people love you at best. And sometimes it's even worse than that. And there's not, there's not a decision you can make where you please everybody. So uh, we could focus on all the things we can't control. We can focus on all the negative stuff. And we can focus on all the things that are like kind of standing in our way. Or we can focus on the positive stuff. We can focus on the things that we can control. And those are just making people feel valued and really trying to help them and stand in place for them. And if you want to be a great person, if you want to run a great business, if you want to be somebody who really helps people and that stands the test of time through all the, the shit, you know, both good and bad, the eight concepts that I shared here are going to get you there. So you basically have to act accordingly. And it's, it's not just doing it some of the time. It's doing it all the time. It's the consistency of doing it. And that's why I mentioned here briefly during this that I've worked more during this season of life uh, than any other time just for the fact of I don't know what else I would do. And that's how, you know, you keep the train rolling the right way. And, yeah, it sucks because you're putting in a lot of hours for, you know, significantly less revenue in the season you're in. And I could sit and focus on that and be like, man, I'm making about 14 cents an hour right now with all the work I'm putting in just to keep things moving and having it be productive. Or I could look at it like, you know what, man, you, you've put in the work for so long to have the opportunity to keep doing this, to keep serving people, to keep helping people, to keep being a light in their shitty dark days right now. Like you can be that because of the effort you're putting in. And I know for a lot of you listening out there, it is not ideal if you run a restaurant or a salon or a brow studio or you're in fitness or hospitality or the airlines and all that stuff. But just know I do think we're on the back nine of it. We're going to figure it out for sure. And uh, if you really focus on making things relationship-based and not just transactional. And you really, you know, in these times for sure, you go the extra distance, man. You go the extra mile and you really try to be a hand that's helping. It'll pay you back. Probably not right off the bat. And it might be a rough, you know, couple weeks and couple months. And and a lot of people, their businesses are going to eat shit during this. and, And they might not make it through. But if you really... Just try to approach it with those eight principles that I believe will always be true. I think you guys will be okay. So uh, hopefully you guys appreciate that. I know my brain is kind of wandering today, but sometimes I know it's just nice to hear a different perspective and maybe just some awesome takeaways you can apply. If you own a business, if you work in a small business or you're part of a big company machine, if you focus on being that, because I'll say this, like, Regardless of what I ever do with life, there's friends of mine who, if they came to me and, and they wanted to partner on something, I'll always be there for them. And I know they would be for me. So if one day I was just like, eh, Jeremy Scott Fitness it sucks, I don't want to be that anymore. And I just want to go work uh, you know, with my homie at his gym. Like, hey man, I want to come be part of the team. In a heartbeat, they'd put me on the roster because I got a set of skills that I can help them. I can be a motivational presence. I can be a coach. I can hold people accountable. I can help them. I can offer things that are always needed. And if you guys do that for yourselves, it'll be the same for you, whether you're going to go back to your, you know, if you're in your current job, if you're, if you're on furlough or, or laid off and you go back to that job, or if you go look for another one, 
if you can show you can help people and make people's lives easier and make them better, there's always a place for you. And if you run your business that way, there will always be people who want to come there. I can promise you that. Even when you feel like it's hopeless and it sucks shit and you're not sure what direction to go, take those eight principles, apply them, not just one day, but every single day and be consistent with it and live it and lead from the front. It will all work out. Even when it feels like it won't, I can assure you it will. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, We'll do some more podcasts uh, later in the week here. Just been trying to get a lot of biz stuff done here uh just because i got i got a lot of work to do but uh i do value you guys in the podcast and you are a huge part of our business now and what we do so i thank you and if you happen to be on itunes and you got an iphone right now stop do not be lazy ass go to the podcast app scroll your finger all the way down drop me a five star leave a couple comments i would appreciate it if you're on your macbook or your ipad it's just the itunes icon rings and reviews jeremy scott fitness five star comments thank you guys for that and again like always when you guys share this on your ig uh stories when you guys share this on facebook or linkedin and with friends and family i truly do appreciate it It means the world to me all of you watching on youtube i thank you guys our youtube has been going amazing lately uh i've got again if you guys are not subscribed to the jeremy scott fitness page on youtube we have like 1100 videos on there I'm a little bit behind on loading stuff, but I probably have about another 100 videos to load. So everything from fitness, nutrition, the podcast, a lot of walkthrough stuff, a lot of good value on there. And again, it's all 100% for free. And uh, short of that, oh, I will say, uh, on the podcast today, we have been brought to you by Beam. Uh, My homies at Beam have been hooking me up with a lot of their amazing CBD stuff. Again, if you guys know, I've been taking about one drop of the Beam 1,000 milligram CBD, one tincture per night. Uh, It helps me... I don't have no problem falling asleep, but staying asleep. It has helped me drastically. So beam, uh, TLC.com. The code is Jeremy Scott. If you guys want 20% off on anything on the site. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, I have been doing a lot of this beam clarity, uh, which basically you can take during the day. It has 20 milligrams uh, of the CBD in there. Again, there's no THC, so you guys will not get high. But I have been taking, it's a little powder. You just put it in water and I drink it. It has lion's mane in there, which I'm a huge fan of. I love kind of all that mushroom superfood complex. And they say it supports brain function uh, and focus. And as as much as my mind wants to wander right now, I will say the beam clarity is hopefully helping me stay focused. And I'm not saying and sending out too much crazy shit. But uh, they've been nice enough to send us a ton of stuff lately. And so, again, my wife is the fan of, of the beam of the salve. She rubs it on her soft tissue. She does, you know, feel it helps her, you know, sleep better as well. So I'm a huge fan of that. And uh, if you guys are interested in any of the Beam products whatsoever, whether it be the tincture, the salve, or the clarity stuff I've been trying lately in the mornings, hit me up. I'll send you the discount code. But again, if you go to the Beam site, it's just Jeremy Scott. We'll always get you 20% off forever. It'll always save you guys a couple bucks. That is my thank you to you guys if you're interested in trying it. And again, it is 100% THC free. There is no high effects from it. So if you want to get high... You got to go somewhere else for that. This will, you'll not fail a drug test. It literally is the purest version they can get you. And it keeps you guys feeling good, hopefully getting quality sleep and keeping you focused as you move through the day. So uh, again, ton more stuff coming to you guys down the pipe this week. Our 34 Days to Fit program just kicked off today. So I've been super busy with that. And uh, we're working on some other fun stuff to roll out to you guys, hopefully later this summer. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay sweaty. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, 
Keep doing shit you love of people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.